You're listening to The Rick Z Show. I'm your host, Rick Z. Welcome back to part two with insane Shane McCain. Shane, thanks for coming back, man. Good to I'm, see you. Thank you for having me, man. It was a hell of a commute. I hit a little traffic on the way, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm glad I got back in time. You're awesome. right on time, my thank friend. You, thank you. Now, jumping right in, do you have any partners? Or do you do this on your own? I mean, who produces this material? Where is it recorded? And, oh, and, and oh, okay. who plays with you? Or, or is it all just you? No, well, first of all, when you said partners, that you know reminded me of the people in Rosendale, you know? Mm-hmm. Hi, you know, this is my partner. This is my partner. What kind of fucking business are you in, Matt? You, you're, you're referring to homosexual partners. <laughs> no, I'm t- life partners, any kind life of partners. partners. It's okay. very weird when they say this is my partner. You're like, are you guys contractually bound? Is this an LLC or a same-sex marriage? Which is it? I just want to know. I know just it's confusing, know. but I was referring just then to musical partners. Oh. Do, do you have any of those? All right, see, my mind was taken, you know, because when you said partners, I'm looking at these two women going, I hope they're in business together, because what if, can I bang either one of them? You know what I mean? But <laughs> Who produces your material? Okay, so here's the real fucking answer. This is the shit. You watch The Wizard of Oz, and you see that big fucking aberration, that huge thing. I am the great and powerful fucking Oz. And then everybody's like, holy shit, you know? And then you look behind the curtain, and you see the, the guy just pulling all the levers. That's me. Smoke and mirrors, pot and coke. Me behind that fucking curtain. Trying not to let anybody see so I have to share, you know? But the point is, I am the voice. The, like, you know, they'll say they produce it, but no. No, they do not. Well, who's they exactly? They are the monkeys... That, that, that fucking, that pioneered the space shuttles before the actual fucking human gets in there. Are you saying NASA produces your albums? <laughs> I'm saying, metaphorically speaking, that you got the best musicians, guys that know what the fuck they're doing, but without this, without this mind, without the bomb and shaman here... They're just another, like, John Mayer, but gayer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, you know, I listen to your albums, and I think this stuff is extremely well-produced. I want to know who produces this stuff. Okay, so now I'm going to say, I do have, all right, I'm so fucking crazy. So at the end of the day, keeping it real, I had, I started off with a guy, and I'm going to give, I'm going to go, I'm going to do some names, you know, because these guys, all, all kidding aside, even though I'm here to shock this shit out of motherfuckers, I do love the dudes I work with, man. So I started off with a guy named Chris Cabetta. He was up and coming, started off up here in Poughkeepsie. But this fucking guy had the X factor. Like he just, he was a cut above, you know, and he was a visionary. And he was looking to cut his teeth. So I started the record with Chris. I went in there and said, I'm going to start, I want to do country rap. I want to take rap, rhythmic American poetry. I don't want to do what Bubba Sparks was doing, which was like rapping over, you know, these fucking urban things. He was sampling things and rapping over it. That's not country rap to me. That's some urban version of integrating other part, other kinds of music into sure. it. So I started with Chris. I approached him and said, all right, you know, we had a common friend. And he was like, yo, you got to work with this guy, Shane McCain. I think he's on to something. And he told me, this guy, Chris, he's, he's young. But he, he, he interned at our studio. He's got it. He's the dude. He's going to make a living at this. And they were right. Mm-hmm. He's in the city now. So I, I approached him. I said, I want to do one song, the title track, I Put the Ho and Ho Down. One of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also one of the ones that Kid Rock's people liked. 
Mm-hmm. When they, when I, they, uh, his manager, uh, Ed Punch Andrews, back in the day, who also manages Bob Seeger, I got him on the phone. I don't know how I did it, just by sweating the secretaries and shit. But you know, they, they like those two songs. Those are the two that they recommended that you know Bob there fucking listen to. But at the end of the day, went to Chris said, "All right, can we synthesize these two kinds of musics?" Well, there's only one way to find out, man. So we went in the studio. I cut the song. We worked. We did. I put the whole and hole down. We sent. We combined these two elements seamlessly. I think. He said, "All right, Shane. I have a gig this Saturday, man. Can you come down? Will we take a break? Let's let's you do a fucking karaoke version of this. Blow it up. See what happens." And sure enough, man, you know, I, I we started doing the song, you know, I'm, you know, sitting at the bar, mm-hmm. checking the hoes out in this place, you know, drinking flaming shots of Jack. Last one damn near burned my face. And, you know, people are like, okay, okay. Then all of a sudden, you know, I'm over here, you know, what is it? Bang, you know, one chick, give me another. Y'all can't keep up. Oh, you know, trouble is a brew. You can't handle the whole thing. I start the party, get together. People were like, holy shit, the place went <laughs> over the top, man. Chris looked at me, I looked at Chris, and I was like, yo, this is crazy. We finished the gig. He was like, what do you think? I said, what do I think? I think this sound is definitely, it's going to happen, and I'm going to fucking bring it. So we're doing a whole record, bro. He was like, all right, man, let's do it. Next song up, I always stand up straight in my handcuffs. We had a fucking heart on, man. We were like, yo, man, here it comes, dog, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. That's such a great song. So is it Chris that, that does the producing, essentially? Well, basically, man, no, no. I am the one that actually does the producing. He's, I'm a shitty musician, and I'm not a guitar player. People think I am, right? but I'm not. I grew up playing keyboard. I can do drum machines, you know, mm. that kind of shit. Really? Oh, God, my, my rhythms. I mean, this fucking... I remember when I landed in St. Martin, and I heard these guys, you know, these fucking... These dudes were like, man, we love to rub, man, but they, they, they don't get it right down here, man. They don't get the flow of my rhythm. I said, what the fuck? You fucking kidding me, man? I said, start rapping. He's like, you know, he started rapping. And I was like, all right, let me find the pulse, you know. I don't, have my, I don't have my steel drums with me. So <laughs> Yo, he was He started rapping over that, and I found the accents. And the other guy's going, he, could, he lost it. He forgot where he was. He was like, oh, my God, man. I listened to him. I'm white, man. Oh, fuck, man. No white, man. Sorry, man. We don't know disrespect, but, man, who to think you can do that, man? Who think you can do that, man? It voodoo. He was going crazy. The guy's like, man, we never rap over something so good, man. You need to move down here, man. We got the best coke. Um, <laughs> exactly. uh, I forgot the question. Um, <laughs> But I, I did too. But uh, oh, who produces the fucking record? Oh yeah, you do. You produce well, it. I'm the. Not the You're, by the guys. way, you, I, you were talking about rhythm just now, and you that are was a sweet beat, man. That was a sweet <laughs> yeah, beat. You are a very kick, rhythmic guy, and oh, I can tell I by the way you rap. You're a good I rapper. Can find the kick and the snare. But I want to get. I want to get inside this mother. Okay, okay. you're rubbing off on me. I want to get inside this mother Boom. right now. Tell me, where does Insane Shane McCain, the performer, end and Insane Shane, or, and Shane McCain, the person, begin? Well, actually, they're the same fucking thing. I mean, come on. You <laughs> can't walk around 24-7 like this. You'd have a heart attack. <laughs> no, no. I walk around. Well, back in the day, I almost did because I was always in. I mean, this shit, what you're feeling is is the Timothy Leary meets Kid Rock thing. What you're, what you're feeling is the fucking drug. I'm taking you out of the box, man. I'm hitting you with all these images. I'm knocking you off your equilibrium. That's what I do. You're getting high off of that, bro. Are, are you always on? No. 
That's like, and this is the best way I can say it. It is a drug. It's a heightened state of being. So when you're in this mode, it's fun for me. It's fun for my audience. But now, see, you know, the key to fucking life is balance. You got to balance the buzz, cuz. People say to me now, Shane, man, you're so mellow and shit. You're so mellow. I'm like, no, actually, man, I'm really not. I'm the heavyweight no, champ. Not the word that sprung to mind, mellow. Um, well, you're, not you're, here. well not you're, here. you're articulate, but you're animated. I'm animated, and at the end of the day, there's a time and a place, you know. It's like anything else. I'm the sweetest guy in the world. Put me in the ring. Boom. Put me out of the ring. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Mm -hmm. But when it's time, I'll put, put it to you this way, man. See that little fucking candle? It don't look, it don't look too fucking dangerous till you like the motherfucking fuse. <laughs> then you hear the news. You feel me? Yeah, I feel it. That's me, brother. I, I think it's great. I mean, not only are you uh, articulate uh, about yourself, but... Well, you know what? No one can say it better than Shane McCain in Shane McCain's music. So with that, let's listen to another tune. Shit, and I took a power crap. Let's pop. 
record these songs where's the studio you record in okay well that gets me to my other set of producers the guys that you heard that song i i dump my bitch before i dump my beer yeah all right so at the end of the day the guys that i ended up working with chris and i made a great record for number one number two is big swing and hick another great record cool stories involved i got a cool story about that one yeah um but then on record number three we we did I'm Smarter Than I Look, and everybody was real happy. All the G-rated motherfuckers in this multi-million-dollar you know, studio in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. They, you know, I came back. I did that record in Studio C, came back, and all of a sudden I was in Studio A. And everybody was my bitch, you know. But then, like, I started another track that we had to shelf called Patroner Boner, and everybody was like, oh, really? I don't think the intern women are going to like this. I was like, you know what, man? I think we in the wrong goddamn studio here. So... We parted ways. I took whatever I had, and I was like, yo, I am not stamping this with the, you know, if I was a butterfly, I'd be a monarch, okay? I wasn't going to put my fucking ISM on that fucking shit. That was skeletons. Came up here, looked everywhere. I looked in England. I've been to England, man. I looked in L.A. I looked everywhere for people that could synthesize all these elements and go out of their one little fucking box. Everybody's in a fucking box, you know? I'm in the world, but not of it. I don't give a fuck, man. Broaden your palate. Put curry on the burger, bitch. <laughs> oh, you can't do that? Your ketchup guy? Fuck you. So it was recorded in Brooklyn? Is, no. Is, oh, sorry. I'm oh. so crazy. I'm so ADD. No. I'm so no, sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. I'm, I'm, just, I'm here to just right, so here's bring us answer. back to shore. That's all. <laughs> no, thank you. To ground me. And that's a full-time fucking job, brother. You're doing God's work here. <laughs> thank you very much. Okay? You are Mother Teresa, and I am motherfucker. All right, so at the end of the day... I came up here and then I was ready to fucking just to give up. And then all of a sudden I got on Craigslist. I'd heard of these guys. A combo, a fucking partnership called Elevate Audio. Will Manning and Avery Berman. Two guys that, I mean, we definitely, I, oh. Now Shane, you've done interviews before. Oh, is, fuck is, yeah. is that your cell phone? That's actually a doctor, man. That's not good. All right, a psychiatrist? No, we got some issues going on. He's at All right. this guy actually my doctor is like 70 something years old. Yeah. He is a huge fan of my music. He once called me on a camping trip. I thought he was going to tell me some terrible shit. I was like, "Yo, yo, I got to take this. Everybody shut the fuck up." He was like, "Shane." I was like, "Yeah, what what's good? And you call me on a Sunday, you know. <laughs> I'm camping." I was like, "Okay. Okay, that's great." So we're listening to your CD. Oh, my God, it's good. Made our whole goddamn night. We were drinking, listening to your CD. Jesus Christ, you're amazing. I was like, so I'm not dying? No, don't fucking die. No, good God, no. Just wanted to tell you. I was like, Tim, again, but this, this is not going to be great. But at the end of the day, all right, so. Where was this album recorded? This album was started pre-production with Chris Cabetta in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. We, we both... We had a parting of the ways. He wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. We shook hands. He was like, let me give you your money back because I'm, I'm so booked. 
And I was thinking, wow, you know, I really was hoping we could do some more. Meanwhile, I was like, just give me the money back. I can't wait to get the fuck on the train, bro. He's like, oh, so, yeah, I wish we could, too. And I was like, yeah, me, too. This is so sad. This is so sad. Shut the door. Goodbye. <laughs> so went back upstate, met these guys, Avery Berman and Will Manning for Elevate Audio. These guys, I wouldn't say we have the same politically correct views. <laughs> And I really, if I can ever say anything, I really was an acquired taste for these guys. But we did have a mutual respect for each other. And I can tell you, I am an interesting dude. You said there's more to it, Rick. Yeah. Well, in what I do, there are layers of what I do. I put a magnifying glass oftentimes on what is the most dysfunctional aspect of society. Now, you can either tell someone... Yo, man, you're fucking drunk. You're fucking drunk. You're a fucking train wreck. You're all fucked up, dude. You, you man, you're a boozer, a loser, an abuser. They're gonna be like, yo, they're not gonna say you're right. I'm gonna punch you in the face. That's what they're gonna say. Mm. So that's kind of what I do. So in the light of that, this this production company was able to see the healing layer of I will act it out for you the way the Greeks did. I'll show you. I'll be the guy. You know, like you heard, man, myth, legend, me, that's the lowdown. I'm the motherfucker put the hole in hold down. You know, what is that? Let's party. Let's get down to biz. Punish my liver like the scum that it is, you know. So where was this recorded? <laughs> oh, sorry. New Pulse. <laughs> New Pulse. One word. Fuck, that's uh, all word. Word. That's so, all so let me ask you, is, yeah. are, is this comedy material, Shane? Are you a comedian? No. Are you a performance Great artist? question. W- w- what is this? The only time I can truly say that I am a performance performance artist is when I'm banging a woman, okay? But when I'm doing my music, no, that's not me. Hmm. I'm not one of these guys that's like, I'm going to sit here metaphorically, man, to relive my childhood in a way that shows that I'm going to get in the fetal position and just sizzle like bacon. (laughs) And everybody's just going to really get the layers of it, you know? So what are your goals with this? I mean, where where do you want to see this stuff? I mean, they're not going to play it on pop radio. You you know, where where is it going to be? Where do you want it to be? Where it always has been. On the underground. That's why You're an underground artist. Oh, fuck yeah. I am an underground cult wigger. Okay. 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 So let me get my dic- dictionary out here. Um, <laughs> nothing you say is in the dictionary. Below the radar. Oh, it's below yeah. the radar. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah well, I'm a cult thing. I'm but, a cult thing, bro. You know, Shane. Let's bring this up to the surface for just one second while we play one more song. Okay. Well, may- maybe it's certainly not going to be our last song we're playing on today's show, but let- let's play something. Dance, 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 dance,
you ask me a question, what am I? Am I a joke or am I a comedian? What yeah. am I? Okay, here's the best way I can say it. I am a joker, but not a joke. The irony here is my songs, with all their satire and their funny and their cut laced with comedy and satire and sarcasm and all these things, as you so poignantly said, no, this shit is too well done. There's something under the surface here, man. This is this is crafted. You're, yeah. go- you're goddamn right, man. There's a layer for everyone. If you want to take it literally, I had a guy come up to me and say, like, I got caught stealing. I used to work at the dollar store. That's my life. I was like, okay, great. Then another guy was says, oh, that, that's so funny, the idea of. So, you know, you are a true original, so I don't want to say that you're, you're standing on the shoulders of giants or anything like that. But before we play another tune from the album, tell me what kind of comedy material that you like. I mean, what, what were you raised on? Was it Eddie Murphy stand-up? Was it Weird Al? What, what do you like? And has anything influenced you? Good question. As far as comedy goes, I'm going to tell you, probably, this is going to sound weird, but my biggest influence in comedy would have to be Ali G. Ali G. Why? Because he does what I do. He keeps a straight face, and he says things that are like, are you fucking kidding me, you know? Like the things that I know. Got kicked out of AA because I struck out, hated my sponsor, and punched him the fuck out. 12-step program? I don't need that. I'm on step 13, my relapse. And you just keep that look and you're like, OM fucking G. Is so it's, that? It's deadpan. It's deadpan stuff. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But I'm also a little slapsticky too, you know? Yeah. I'm funny. I don't mind poking fun at myself. That's another thing I want to tell you is that I am most uh, artists of today, they have what I call, uh, uh, as a wordsmith, the musical messiah complex. Mm-hmm. There's, I think, therefore I am, or. I think, therefore, I'm right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not that guy. I, my identity is not connected to Insane Shane King. That's why I'm so artistically free. I don't give a fuck. You know, I just do what I do as, as best as I can do it. But this is not who I am. Well, it's what I do. What is the most important thing to you? That I, that I am really good at my craft yeah. and that I affect people in terms of the visionary being the true realist, I envision how this is going to come out. I envision how it's going to be received by people within a large gamut, and mm-hmm. it manifests into reality. I've done what I did right. I have manifested this art form with all its layers in a way that's provocative and sarcastic, really well produced. Like, this is some comedy. It shouldn't be better than normal shit. Well, I'll tell you what, personally, some of my favorite comedians are the ones where you don't know whether they're kidding or not. You, mm-hmm. you, there's that fine line in between them. And that reminds me of you. That's your style. Yeah. You, you, right. is, you're not sure. You, you keep people guessing. Let's hear some more Shane McCain. Nothing good about me, or oh, I'm getting mad. The dudes 
Bad old boy. Tell me about that. That was just my way of showing you, like Joe Perry said, let the music do the talking. Showing you that I'm a joker, like I said, Rick, but I'm not, you know, a joke. That people need to know, man, when this guy wants to tear it up, you know, I can rock like nobody's fucking business. I choose to be a satirist. I choose to be a shock star. I love infusing all these different layers in it. People are like, oh, you like Kid Rock. No, Kid Rock is a black and white TV. Wiggis, I'm a fucking hologram, okay? We are different technology. I like Kid Rock, but he's a very two-dimensional fucking sound. Plus, I'm way better looking than he is. He's got a face like a ferret. I'm GQ, motherfuckers. <laughs> See my chisel features? Bitches love me. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm more like an extraterrestrial. I'm not even... A, no, I'm a triple extraterrestrial. A sexy fucking alien. Shane, do you play live at all? I mean, how can you promote this stuff otherwise than get, getting it played? I mean, you can't play live, can you? Or do you? Uh, or, you know what? Have you I, ever? Oh, yeah. I have played live, but the problem is because this stuff is so, like, elaborately produced... To, you know, I will not go out there. You can't reproduce it. Right. I mean, I could go out there with a fucking garage band. But do you know what a garage band is? Band that plays in a garage? No, a band that plays in a garage that should have two bays. One bay has the band playing. The other bay has the car running. And they should be, should be their last rehearsal. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Garage bands are not good. So I won't do it. Well, you ever think of stand-up? No. No, it doesn't appeal to you to grab a mic and, and do the Shane McCain thing. I mean, this was really, stand-up to some degree. I guess you're right. I don't really know. I, I think personally, man, that it's too... If I have to like take a microphone under a spotlight by myself and be funny, that's forced. That's not a flow. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't... You know, that doesn't really appeal to me. Well, this episode has flown by as well, and it's I'm dismayed that it's over because I'm having a great time, and I want to play at least one more song off your new album before we leave. A any parting thoughts about the album? Yes. If you're going to play one more song, we've established you've already heard a song that rocks as hard as Kid Rock or anybody else. So it gives me a little street cred, letting people know, hey, man, this guy is, he can do whatever he wants. He chooses to do, you know, all this fun, campy stuff. But when it's time to tear it up, I bring the fucking pain. I bring my A-game, always. Insane brings the pain. This song, however, I'm going to say it again for the new CD, because now I'm a full-fledged shock star. I tell you again, I outed myself as a Greek Jew, tall, dark, and neurotic, that does redneck rap, and I call the fucking record Cock-a-Doodle Jew. Is it real, or am I faking? I'm the only redneck that doesn't eat bacon, so what's shaking? Hey, speaking of bacon, you have this one song. I think it's on your first album, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Uh, she Brings Home the Bacon, I Deliver the Sausage. Right? That's one of my favorites Great well. story. That's a real story. Yeah, this stuff's online, right? You can go check out in, Insane Shane McCain, anybody, anytime yeah. they want. Absolutely. Hear all this material. Oh, spell I, it. Got to spell it right. Well, go ahead. Do, yeah, do that. I'm just going to say it's not like the candidate that, run, that runs for, you know, that dude. I'm a run from kind of guy, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm an MC. Boom, and think of Cain and Abel, the alpha motherfucking male. K-A-N-E, M-C-K-A-N-E, kite drop. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen, Insane Shane McCain. And here we go, one last song before we got to call it quits. Cockadoodle Jew. Bye.
cockle-doodle-jew. There it is. Not easy to say, probably harder to spell, uh, but great to listen to. And so are you, Shane. You're a really funny dude. You're a great guy. You're very smart. You're good at what you do. You were a great guest. You've probably gotten me fired, and I don't even care. It means nothing to me. Just let the chips fall where they may. I'm inspired by you. No, thank you. It's like my mom said, I am special. You know, I was drooling at the time, but I still took it as a major compliment. Mm, moms, no. Okay. Yeah, well, mom. it's always fun talking to you, Shane. Thanks so much for being on the show, man. Thank you for having me, brother. Anytime. You know, we say peace on the side. Boom. Yeah, that's right. You're listening to the Rick Z Show. I'm your host, Rick Z. And if we are here next week, um, <laughs> <laughs> produced and edited, by the way, every year by. But every year, I'm, I'm flustered. What can I say? This is great. This is what I do. Oh, my gosh. What is happening to me? <laughs> That's all I got.